Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new edition of the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. I'm Mike Griffin, joined by Noah Trumbly, Adam Reader, and Tom Russo. Gentlemen, what's going on? Allergies are kicking everybody's ass right now. <laughs> That's that is true. Oh, that man, is true. Sick. We're also 26 days from Halloween. Yes, sir. Ooh. Okay. Get the horror movies ready. Or you could just watch uh, the Texans. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I picked them. <laughs> I had to pick somebody. They're like the worst team, right? <laughs> of, all, of all the teams to pick, you pick the Texans. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. All right. All right. On tonight's show. Well, we're actually going to do our first. I guess we can call it a power ranking, but we're going to do the top 10 teams in each of our minds. Um, That was the discussion we've had. Uh, We'll Mm -hmm. talk some Tua. We got some other things to discuss. Actually, you know what, Adam? I'm going to let you start because you wanted to talk about something that happened during the Bills Ravens game. Yeah, I just got to talk about this because I've been thinking about this since it happened. I don't know. I don't know if you guys were watching the Bills Ravens game that closely, but if you weren't following it, what happened was is the um, the Ravens basically owned the game. Then the Bills came back. It's tied up. The Ravens are down at the goal line, fourth and two on the goal line. Mars been having a lot of success running the ball, and. It's fourth and two. They decide to go for it um, with about two minutes on the clock um, or three minutes on the clock. So instead of take the go-ahead field goal to take the lead and then give it to the Bills to go stop them from touchdown, um, they decide to go for a touchdown in, in that spot instead. And it, it was a very – and John Harbaugh kind of described that this was an analytics-based decision that it was – uh, they would rather the worst case. So if they, if they were to score a touchdown, the worst thing that could happen is the bills go down and score a touchdown and goes to overtime in, in their mind. Um, if they kick a field goal, they're obviously leaving the door open for overtime, especially the way Bill's offense was clear. But it, what happened that did not he did not predict, and, and also by by kicking it or, or by going for it on the on the two yard line, you're expecting you don't get it. You would leave the Bills pinned down at their own two yard line. That that did not happen. It was intercepted, and <laughs> so those went out to the twenty. So it just made this whole thing really really interesting. But I just wanted to get you guys take on on like, I mean, obviously looking back, it was the wrong call. During the game, I was yelling. I was even yelling at the TV, like, what are you doing? Kick the ball. Like, kick – like, you take the lead. It's fourth – like, points are – when the when the game is this late and the game is this close, points are – the lead is precious. Take the lead. Um, But what – this is kind of my theory is that, that we are living in this world where there's there's some freaking world-beating quarterbacks out there. <laughs> and And sure. – they, they, and John Harbaugh sitting on the sideline remembering Bill's Chiefs from the playoffs. Like, if I leave a second on that clock, this guy's going to go down and score. <laughs> like, this yeah. guy's yeah. Terminator. Like, so, and that's why they go for a touchdown against the Bills. They wouldn't have done that if they were playing the commanders, but they did it because they were playing against Allen. <laughs> but I don't know. What do you guys think? I, 
I totally agree with the call, you know, given, given the situation, given who you were playing. Um, I, I think you got to go for it. Now I will say, I don't think Lamar had good judgment to force it. I honestly think if he did see anything, either you try to run it or you throw it away because then, like you said, Adam, you're at least pinning the bills within their own two. And it's a way tougher situation than being out at the 20. But again, I think it's more of a hindsight 2020 thing. I, I completely agree with the call. If I was him, I probably would have done the same thing. I probably would have been like, you know what? This is Josh Allen. This is the Bills. They've been clicking ever since the second half started. You know what? I want the touchdown lead. I don't want to take a field goal because, uh, you know, you know, you mentioned you mentioned like the world beating quarterbacks. To them, a three point lead might as well be a no point lead. <laughs> like, ask, good... what was the down and distance again? It was, it was fourth. fourth and goal. Okay. Yeah. From like what uh, yard on the two yard line? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I go for the touchdown in that case, just because I, I, at that point, if I do give it back on the two yard line, that's you know, I think that's still an opp- window of opportunity to try to grab the safety or at the very least get a very quick three and out. I don't know how much time was left if it was like, but uh, I would tend to go when I'm that close to the goal line. I tend to think going for the touchdown is the right call. If I think it's an unmanageable, like six yards out, seven yards out, I'll usually just, you know, get the points and move on. And, and you know, so I, it's very situational for me. But I find myself usually on the conservative side when it comes to kicking field goals. Because, uh, you know, if you think it's going to be a close game, just take take your your field goals. I would have kicked it. I would have yeah. I would have taken the lead with two minutes left. I would have put my defense out there you got a three-point lead I need you to make a stop it's wet it's cold just make one more play and we get out of here with a win I would have kicked it that being said if you go for it in that spot you you, you just gotta use Lamar's leg that, that that's it I don't want to see him throwing the ball in that spot I don't want to see anyone else the ball in Lamar's hands he's got to run for it. he can't Again, if you're stopped, Bill's ball at the two-yard line, they got to go 98 yards. But give me Justin Tucker. A, I get fantasy points out of it. And B, I, I would take the lead and entrust my defense to make one more play. Yeah. And the other thing that was interesting that happened, too, is, like, they ended up um, – there were there was an argument between Peters and um, and John Harbaugh, like, on the, on the drive following that. And people think it was either related to that or the fact that it was one of those situations where like the Ravens would want the bills to score so that they, they would get the ball back or, and the bills did not score. They kind of sat on the clock and killed it. Yeah. There was a play. Was it Singletary down by the goal line? Who it was? He totally could have scored and he just kind of stopped himself like knowingly, no, like knowing where he needed to go. And then the next play, um, Allen did a, a quarterback sneak to just get it like another inch to get a first down. So then they could just, kne- they kneeled on the ball and kicked it with the second left. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It just seemed to be like, that was a, like the, a, a boneheaded coaching move followed by like genius coaching in, in, but, but 
by two good coaches. I think both these coaches are very solid. They both kind of come from the same tree and stuff. It was just, it's interesting looking back. Um, the other thing that they actually had, Lamar had the, had the score drawn up and, and, but there was a, the play that they, that they ran. Um, Lamar had a guy wide open, but mm. he had a defender in his face right when the play started. So it was kind of a broken play all of a sudden, and then he hucked it up. So Interesting that the Ravens have blown two 17-point leads at home. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they've lost five straight home games. Um, this is another interesting point. I think that the Bengals-Ravens game coming up is is an, it is in Baltimore. It is. It's, that is the Sunday night game. They have literally lost five straight home games, and obviously the last two um, were big comeback well, choke yeah. on one, come back on the other side, but but crazy, <sighs> crazy, one of those like ugly games you'll never forget. Right, I, I think it's a must-win game for the Ravens at this point. Yeah, I yeah. know they're at two and two, but you need a good showing against a good team. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt those top two teams are the ones that you know you can't give them for a free game. It's going to be close between the Ravens and Bengals, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very close. And the more the the more these teams sputter, though, the the, the longer Cleveland's in the game. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, you never know what Cleveland's going to do. <laughs> I mean, they're two and two. Also, they lose a game to Atlanta on Sunday. That a game we all picked them to win. Yeah, that, no, I that hurt Falcons. Oh no, no, you're right. You're the only one who picked the Falcons. I, I had Cleveland Ed, as my lock. Ed, Thanks for nothing, Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> get the picks later, but yeah. And, and this, I, I know it's a launch up, but the Steelers could even hang around a bit if Kenny Pickett shows them anything. Oof. He showed us oh, like the best. He showed us the yeah. best and the worst of them. Huh? TJ Watt has to come back there. They're not going to. Uh, no, I said, I said Kenny Pickett showed us the best and worst sides of him on Sunday. He, he likes yeah. to throw the pickets. He does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, you guys want to get into that real quick? Yeah, we can get into this. Yeah, I mean, I'm I figured that this is the week that you're gonna flat out start him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like, I know that none of the interceptions were 100% blame on him. Most, both, all of them were kind of like, I mean, one was a hail mary, whatever. Yeah, and then the other two were kind of like the the receiver could have made a better play in the ball, but didn't. Um, yeah, one hit Claypool in the hands. Yeah. So like that, but that being said, that those those issues are the chemistry he might not have with those receivers is not gonna just go away in one. Yeah, but but think about this is what you're throwing them into. They play at the Bills this week. Next yeah. week they go to Tampa. <laughs> then they go to Miami for a Sunday night game. Then they go to Philly before their bye week. Oh, it's that's over. the stretch he's got to go through. That's really bad. And in that hindsight, they should have just started him for the whole Jets game, honestly. I mean, it took Mitch being terrible and booing and Kenny Kenny chance to get him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, that's, I'm kind of like – I don't even think Trubisky was bad. It's just the offensive line is not that good. 
And you know what? It's the same thing the we've been saying. He doesn't take that good. any shots. He keeps throwing underneath. He doesn't care. He just wants to get some completions, like literally. And, you know, it wasn't in, it was so uninspiring. If I was a fan, I would have been begging for Kenny Pickett, too. Right. <laughs> in reality, I think when we, we talked about this, when we do predict, when we did the predictions, it's realistically, this team is going to have to win with the defense. Because offensively, unless Najee Harris is sensational, yeah, Deontay Johnson's pretty good. But Claypool's been a bust since his rookie year. Fryermuth's yeah. okay, but that's it. The offensive line stinks. Yeah, defensively, if DJ Watt doesn't get to the quarterback, you got Minka Fitzpatrick in case. Uh, can- Cam Hayward, who's been there, it feels like forever. Yeah, that's it. That's the defense. Yeah, and who kept them in the game with the Jets was Minka Fitzpatrick got a big interception. I mean, it's like the same guys every week just making the crazy plays. And who kept them in the game against Cincinnati was the fact that TJ Watt got like three sacks. Or yeah, if TJ Watt's healthy, <laughs> they probably win that game against the Jets. They probably win almost a lot more games. He's literally a game changer. <laughs> Yeah, and, and it sucks how bad they are without him. The record without him is ridiculous. I get the picket thing is like you want to make a spark and you want to get fans interested and all this stuff. And you're already one and three, so like, what do you got to lose? Because like, I don't think Trubisky was going to be a big difference for this team against that schedule that you were talking about. Versus like, if if Pickett stinks, then he then how different of that is just like Trubisky being. Yeah, he's okay. One touchdown, one pick, kind of sort of moving the ball, but not really. Like what we've seen out of him in the last couple of years of him as a starter, it just seemed like that's what we were getting still. Um, but And this is what I will always say about this. If you're drafting a quarterback in the first or second round, just play him. We've seen it so many times where they like they think they're going to sit this guy and then all of a sudden he gets put in. Like just, he just should have started picking. I don't well, get why you did it. He had the greatest three interception half I've ever seen. I mean, if you take away the three interceptions, which none of them were his fault, he was he completed 10 out of 10 other than that. So I really think they're in better hands. Like I can almost confidently say it's already going to be better than Mitch Trubisky. And he ran for a touchdown with, and he really was, again, piped up and the crowd got really loud. So this is the right move overall. But, yeah, they're not going to be competing. If you can't beat the Jets at home, you're not going to be winning any of those games in that stretch unless TJ Watt miraculously comes back and they win like a 17 to 13 game. Like that's really it. <laughs> and according to people that I've seen on Twitter, they don't think he's close. Yeah. And you don't rush your franchise player. like No, that, you, you don't. Know? Especially when they're not going to win the North this year. You know, you're, you're not rushing them back into a race, you know, <laughs> But I just this is a wild first game, first career start to put him on the road against the best defense. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. Gonna if you're gonna start, you either start him against the Jets or, or you just start him all year. They should have started him all year. They really should have. Looking how many how many there. guys did we see drafted in the first two rounds that we thought we were gonna sit for a couple of years and they ended up just starting right away? You well, know, and how many of those guys turned? Out to even, be great, like guys like Sam Darnold. Well, even you remember they the Bears had signed Glenn into this big contract. I remember, I remember laughing during the draft because they they were um you had 
uh, Mike Mayock or Jeremiah or whoever, they were like, I'm really surprised by this. I really thought the Bears liked Mike Glennon. <laughs> it's like, well, this is kind of how this works. You kind of sign a bridge guy, and then you watch him take get his job taken away, usually. Yeah, don't talk bad well, about Sam Darnold. About the he was healthy, he'd be starting. <laughs> that, that's a whole nother subject, but I'll say this about the Steelers. At least the Steelers didn't stab Trubisky to give Pickett the job. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Take that, Cleveland. All right. On to something that was really this probably the scariest moment of last week. Yeah. Last Thursday during the Dolphin Bengals game when Tua gets Tua got sacked and his fingers were up in the air. I think they call it the fencing position or something like that. They said it's the nerve kind of thing, but Tua Tagovailoa has suffered a concussion. He was car uh, put into an ambulance, checked out in Cincinnati, flew back with the team. He's not playing this week. But that, that has structured this debate into the concussion talks again where it's centered around. I, I don't know how we want to go about this because we didn't really plan this out, but it was a really scary moment. Now the guy who was the independent neurology doctor guy, he was fired by the NFLPA on, I believe he was fired on Saturday. That was an yeah. he was He was fired for the, allowing him to stay on the active roster during the Bills game and afterwards without fulfilling the concussion protocol, apparently. Yeah, which was just ridiculous because after that hit he took against the Bills, anyone could have seen that he was not ready to play. We're stumbling around. Like, like it's it's like they're going to actually – I don't know if you can spot this. They're going to change the rule. At minimum, where if you're if you get up stumbling around, you're got you're out of the game. Like if you if you visibly have have some kind of dizziness that is that can't even that's stopping you from balancing, you're done. You're that's a symptom. Like that's a, that's a straight up concussion symptom. And obviously, this didn't this this test seemed to happen. I mean, we don't know. For, we're not going to know for sure whether he came into the game with concussion, but them. Um, I, I think it was even not to bring him up again, but Har- John Harbaugh, they, I remember he got, um, they were asking a bunch of coaches about like this and, and how do you protect against this? And he, he said something, he said, sometimes as a young coach, you kind of just want to play all your players and want to trust them, but you got to take them out of the game. Like you got to like, got to think about this as somebody's some think about this as, as, as a human being, as a, like, even Rex Ryan had it. I don't know if you guys saw the, the Rex Ryan rant that he did on TV. He just said, like, if my son was was on the field stumbling around and um, and his coach let him back on the field, I'd be mad at him. You know what I mean? Like, Because I wouldn't yeah. want to go back out there looking like that, especially to go back in the game and then next week if he's still – if he's yeah. still – There were There were some guys online that were saying, like, uh, like – 
if my son was like this, I'd be storming the field and taking him off myself. Like, hmm. yeah. Yeah. It, it was a big reminder that, like, how serious the whole concussion thing is. Cause I mean, we had the whole Andrew Luck thing happen, and we don't want a, you know, another situation like that. And it's just, I can't believe he even got the okay to play, but like, I kind of can believe it too, because this is. This is kind of a business after all, and they want to win every game they can. They have the Bills in their division, you know, so they're not, you know, they're trying to get him out there, which any way they can. And I don't think they realize, you know, it, it's like you're biting off more than you could chew in the short term. Yeah, maybe you'll go to four and one. But, you know, in the long term, you your quarterback might end up being an Andrew Luck down the line if you keep letting him take these hits. Because at one point, is he going to say, well, I'd rather, you know, not be a vegetable in my life like i want to you know have a future and so why do i want to play anymore in the majors you know so they should really have thought about this better if they, if that he is their franchise guy it almost feels like they don't care like seriously i mean you had them they went after deshaun watson that's up in the air we know that are in now this is happening it almost feels like they're just not treating him like their franchise guy still i don't know maybe that's me overreacting to it Here's the thing I'll say on McDaniel, and then I can get into everything else. If you listen to his press conference, I, I'm going to say it was Friday afternoon after the team had landed. He, he sounded about as shook as I've ever seen a coach. Mm. But if you go back to the game against the Bills, I think you're just going off of what you're told by the medical people if the medical people tell you he's good to go you're you're gonna play your best hand that's just how how most coaches would go and to to harbaugh's point and to rex ryan's point i mean harbaugh played flacco after a severe hit remember the hit he took from kiko alonso on a thursday night Mm. he played flacco the next week so there's that as well. But I think this becomes a league rule more so than a team issue because what we know about concussions and what we don't know about concussions is we're playing a dangerous game. You're playing a dangerous game when you're taking into the hands the future well-being of these players. What is what is life after football look like for them? And that was probably for me probably a top five scariest moment I've ever seen on a football field. Oh, it yeah. might have been number one, I'm not sure. But I think the league and the players association, they have to figure out okay, here's what we're going to do when it comes to the concussion protocol thing because obviously something was not handled right in this situation. And you're already getting people saying, I don't want my kid playing football because I'm scared of concussions. I don't know how you do it. I don't know what you do. But at some point, this is not just an organization organizational issue for the Dolphins. This is a league-wide issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the league's got to do something about it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know if it happened before or after, but they showed Goodell in the stands, and you know he, he was freaking out after it happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, scary stuff, but it's just kind of this is what it is. They got to they gotta take this stuff really seriously, whether it's more helmets, whether it's more um, checks and balances on the, in the process of the, the independent – Dalton thing. I mean, there there has to be more in place than just asking the player, "Hey, you okay?" And then him just going, "Yeah, it's my back" or whatever Tua said to just get himself back in the game. Because he obviously didn't say, "Take me out of the game." Like, not to speculate on what what happened, but he obviously didn't say. He obviously didn't say, "Oh, I think I have a concussion." He obviously said the opposite. He probably obviously said he was fine. Yeah. So the good news is from everything I've read from guys in the locker room, they're saying he's doing well and they're gonna, he's they're back gonna, to his old self. They're going to be very careful. Oh, with, oh with yeah. How, how they train. 150% have to be careful. They're going to, if they need to hold him out for, for three weeks, just, just make sure he's all fine and, and all yep. that. Whatever. Let, let Bridgewater run with it. That, that's fine. Well, and that's why you bring in a Teddy Bridgewater. So now, so so it's scary stuff. All right, and you also said in our group chat you wanted to bury like five teams, so we'll go into that. Then we'll do the top ten, and then we could go into whatever else we got to get into. Okay, um, I'm going to start with one. I think you guys are going to have some too, but I'm going to I'm going to steal one before you guys can. <laughs> the uh, we got to bury the Panthers. They <laughs> they are. Wait, I mean, wait, wait. Can, can 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 we just change it? Forget bury the Panthers. Can we just bury Matt Rule? <laughs> Matt Rule is the is the ultimate like duck coach. It feels like um, the fans are already booing Baker Mayfield off the field. It's not totally deserved. It's not totally not deserved. I don't know what to think of this team. Uh, still not effectively using McCaffrey. They still have pretty good weapons. The line is a little better than than it should be. The defense is average, but they just don't win, and they're not impressive. And Baker's not impressive enough to like warrant keeping around it so far. And they, to the point where the fans are booing him off the field, and we're talking about maybe benching for Darnold if Darnold was healthy. Not so. What, <laughs> yeah. What's the plan here? Is they going to start PJ Walker in a couple weeks? Like, are they going to sign Cam Newton again? Like, it's oh, just God. <laughs> Don't sign Cam Newton for the love of God! Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm back times two. If you think they're going to compete in this division or, or make the playoffs this year, that's no. This is not a good team. What do you guys got? Um, I agree with that. Barry. I'm with you on them though. They're they're bad. Um, I'll bury the Commanders because they have been – they're, like, clearly the worst team in the NFC East at this point. <laughs> like, the Giants have come out and played well. The Commanders have been the complete opposite. They're just not very good. The defense is pretty bad. The Cowboys, Cooper Rush carved them up. They didn't stand a chance against the Eagles. They were down 24 to nothing to the end. They gave up all those points to the Lions. And somehow they beat the Jaguars. I guess it was the Jaguars, so – <laughs> that you can get they get a pass for that, but even with their pretty easy schedule, and if you look at it, it's easy. I think they're done. I don't see them winning this division, and 
I mean, the NFC is weakish. Could they possibly be a wild card? Maybe in like one out of a hundred chance, but I'm willing to bury them. If we haven't already, we might have already buried them. Yeah. Um, I really want to bury one, but I don't know if you guys are going to go with it. I'm burying the Saints. They've looked terrible. There, yeah, but I'm I'm close. They were they were they got competitive in that game at least. But then they completely choked it away. Well, they actually kind of got screwed. I'm gonna just put my hands up on that one because they um the the Vikings got the go ahead touchdown on a defensive pass interference that really was should have been offensive pass interference. It was really a guy. It was um Thielen grabbed the grabbed the Saints corner by the face mask and pulled them down and they called it defensive pass interference. So they totally got screwed in that game. And I'm gonna I stand by that. I still though I didn't see it. I was asleep. <laughs> I still though no like even when they go back to Jameis Winston, he has not looked impressive at all. I don't, this I don't think they're good. I don't I think Jameis stinks, but I, I still think they, they can make a wild card if they play their cards. Did right. Andy Dalton look better than Jameis? Honestly, um, yeah. Say yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say yes, but <laughs> I know it was one game, but I could see it because they were still close with the Vikings. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm gonna bury the greatest one in three team of all time, according to certain people. The New England Patriots. Yeah, I understand them. they were competitive against the Packers and Lambo, and that's great and all. I don't trust them. I I hate a lot of this offense. I don't care if it's Bailey Zappi, Brian Horror, or Mac Jones. Receivers aren't that good. Running game's okay. Defense is what Bill does, but I'm expected to believe in an offense coached by Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Find me a worse coaching duo in the NFL and because you can't. I'm just not a believer in the Patriots. I we had this conversation a while ago, and they probably have the worst roster in the division. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's just they play like it. They 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 just don't. The old Patriots you used to fear a little bit. These Patriots have no fear because the only person to fear is the head coach. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I think it's fair we bury Chicago. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't. I mean, did we ever have them as alive? <laughs> I didn't yeah. know if if we did them last week. Except all I gotta say is, um, I don't know if you guys saw this fun stat, but but Justin Fields going into last week had the lowest passing yard prop bet in betting <laughs> for starting quarterback. They yeah, I took he, his over because I thought it was ridiculously low. Over under 140 yards pass. <laughs> I, I think he hit it in the first half this week. Uh, he, did, week. he did because they had like a 70-yard throw or something. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. So he's technically – they thought he had was going to have the worst performance out of any quarterback of anybody in the betting era. <laughs> Jesus what? Christ. Um, and I, I don't think it's any of Justin Fields' fault. The poor kid's getting thrown out there to the Wolves, like we said at the beginning of the year. He has looked great, no, but, I mean, my God, when he's got somebody in his face every five seconds, what do you, what do you expect him to do? I get it. And he's I got do. nothing to throw to. Exactly. Let's be- well, and, and 
and part of why that betting odds was so was so low or the, the prop was so low is they, they only throw like 10, 12 passes a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some of those games. So, like, I get it, but, like, that doesn't instill any confidence that they th- – that doesn't show me that they have any confidence in him, which is sad, but that is is what it is. That's why I'm like, he's going to get the, like, the least deserved replacing since Josh Rosen. <laughs> In the Cardinals. Yeah, seriously, Josh Rosen's <laughs> a good comparison at this point. He, he needs a change of scenery in the worst way. Yeah. Can you know, trade trade him and Matt Ryan. That's. I think. I think both teams would do that. If I if I'm Indy, I'm doing that. Now. Heartbeat. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know about Chicago, but. Couple of years, Matt Ryan. Maybe you draft a guy to have him teach someone. I don't care. I, th- I mean, I think oh. the would trade for him. <laughs> <laughs> the Panthers want to pay like five different first, like first round quarterback salaries at once. <laughs> oh my god! No, the, the Panthers at this point are going to trade three firsts for Geno Smith. The Panthers are just going to start giving Nick Foles money just because. <laughs> <laughs> the Panthers are going to. Call up my guy Jake Delhomme and see what he's up to. What? What? Who, what, who did I say the other day? I, I think. I think I said like like. There's no way that if these guys are free agents, that the Panthers won't give a ton of money to to Wentz or or uh, Tannehill. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they are just. Yeah, they're they're bad. You know what? You know, switch Baker and Fields. Let's. See what we could do there. Let's have fun. Mm. I think that could be fun. All right. You know what? what, I just thought this real quick. Let's put Fields in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, that would be And let's give Seamus, Seamus, Seamus the crab legs. Yeah. Oh. I, I think we could tell easily who needs a quarterback right now. Yeah. You guys have any teams on the fence as far as like teams you you think to write off, but you but the either the record scaring you off to doing that or like oh oh I can I can tell you one right now. It's Ooh, Minnesota. Yeah. Oh they are the worst three and one team I've ever seen. Wait a second, wait a second. I'll, I'll raise you, Minnesota. I'll raise you the New York Giants. Oh, they're actually. I, I honestly, I'm taking the Giants over Minnesota right now. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I think I think the, the Giants. Don't get me wrong; they play well against the Cowboys, but they their wins are what the Bears and the Panthers. Bears, no, Panthers, the Bears and the Titans. Oh, Bears, that Panthers, Titans, Titans game where Dable went for two. And one because of yeah. that. I mean, yeah, they, they might be the worst three and one team. I'm sort of, but kind of believe it in the Vikings. I don't know. They they're not perfect to me, but they can get it done in the NFC because it's kind of weakish. And they can beat up on the Bears, and I think they'll still beat up on the Lions. I think the Lions defense might be the worst in the league. So I can't see them. They are. That far. They are the worst in the league right now. They currently have the number one scoring offense and the number and the number thirty two scoring defense. Wow. And- and- Versus garbage time. <laughs> you know what that means? They're going eight and eight or eight and nine. It's going to be the, the worst. The last team to do that 
was the 2000 LA Rams when they had Kurt Warner and Holt and Bruce, but they had a, just the, were one of the worst defenses in history. I don't really think they have the best. Los offense. Angeles Rams, St. Louis. I really don't I, think. I also think. I, I think they. Have I also think we can include Denver in this. Denver yeah. two and two. That 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 scares me off. But I've seen nothing in four games from Denver that makes me say, "Yeah, they're going to turn it around." <laughs> Honestly, and another one going back to the West. I, I'm I might be almost out on the Rams. They have not looked impressive whatsoever. With that, I, I, I they always lose to the Niners, so I'm just writing that. Out of my no, no, brain. yeah. No, but here's the thing: <laughs> they lost the Niners. It, they oh, they barely beat the Cardinals. They get stomped by the Bills, and then they beat up the Falcons. Yeah, they show me where the they're the, like. Like I thought they would probably repeat in the NFC, or at least be really close. I don't think that anymore. But I still like the team a lot, so I'm not ready to bury them. I, I think I'm also, I, I'm also not high on the team that I think a lot of people thought would compete with them in the NFL. I'm not high on the Bucks. No, no. they. I mean, they're worrying a little bit. Patrick Mahomes shredded them like Swiss cheese, man. Yeah. 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 Now Tom Brady's got another big distraction. <laughs> I want to make a joke. I'll wait till we're off there about the joke. But uh, congrats on a career with uh, to Cole Beasley. He he caught two passes from Brady and retired. Yep. Yeah. Well, Cole Beasley was a was a good receiver for a lot of his career. I will give him that. He was good. He was one of the yeah. better possession receivers. If you needed a clutch third down, he could get it. Yeah, that wasn't a snide remark. I like Beasley. He just – I don't know what happened, why, why he's even signed there if that was the plan. <laughs> I kind of thought he was like – maybe he signed there and didn't realize he was going to be the fifth receiver when when um, Godwin, Godwin and, and Evans were all back. <laughs> didn't yeah, everybody get all like pissy because he was like all pro and they thought he wasn't good enough to be all pro? Well, he – I mean, it, uh, he really ran himself out of Buffalo because of the COVID stuff. Yeah, than, yeah. If I were him, I would have kept my math shut, and things could have been different, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I mean, he just gave himself no shot in the off season. Then he went good. to Florida, where you know, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Uh. You know what? I, I don't think we said this, but we kind of covered it earlier. I'm ready to bury the Steelers. Mm, oh, yeah. Especially with that schedule you read. They're, they're done. With for. the schedule and Pickett, yeah. Uh, but they're still going to be kind of fun to watch. Watching Pickett, I think, will be fun. Uh, they could so be. Good. I just don't think they're a playoff team. No. Yeah, I'm with you. Um... I mean, I don't think anyone here is a real believer in the Falcons or the Seahawks. We already buried yeah. them, though. Yeah, I, they so did, I don't remember. 
Those are teams that, like, mathematically on the looking at the roster on paper, I don't know how they're winning any games, but they won two. Yeah, good for the Falcons, two and two. This was like, I think most people were saying they were going to pick either first or second in the draft. They already got two wins, so they're probably not going to be one or two. <laughs> no, no, I, I kind of think I could guess where one is going. That'd be the Houston Texans. Yeah. You think Bryce Young is going to be a Houston Texan? Are, are you willing to say that right now? <laughs> I, I think Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud will be a Houston Texan. It's starting to look that way to me too. <laughs> I, I, I'll say I'll say this on those two, and then we can dive into the other thing we wanted to do. But I think C.J. Stroud's arms a little bit bigger than Bryce Young, but I think Young's a little bit more accurate. But I like both yeah. of them. I don't like the schools they go to, but I don't, you know, dislike either one person. Yeah, you think people are going to be too sketched out to take the Ohio State quarterback, even if it's C.J. Stroud, because none would, of them work out? I just honestly, like, it's not fair, but like, yeah, I mean, Fields, they're not trusting him for, to, to lead the offense and make audible. You know, he's still totally training wheels on, and, and it's now year two. I mean, Tom, you could have said the same thing about Alabama for the longest time. Well, he did. That's yeah. true. Hey, well, don't that's... disrespect Jets legend Greg McElroy like that. Still only... name it too. He beat the Cardinals seven six. There's still only like two Bama starting. Or actually, no, there's three. I'd lied. Well, I, I get now we have to count Jalen Hurts as a Bama quarterback. Well, yeah, Tua and, and Hurts are both taking big steps up, so Alabama's looking better right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, speaking of college, go Syracuse, rank 22. <laughs> I think Kansas is at 20. Yeah. Wow. They should play for the playoff. Kansas and Syracuse. It'd be like basketball 2004 all over again. <laughs> I actually think Game Day's going to Kansas for the first time this weekend. Yeah, because that's where TCU's going. Really? You know, I was really hoping Syracuse would get it next week because they have NC State coming in. They're both ranked really high. It's a rivalry. Maybe they could get game day. I don't even know if the last time Syracuse ever had game day, if they ever did. I don't think it ever has. I'm going to that one, though. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's like their make or break. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a big one. Who knows? Um, so we're going to do power rankings for the first time this year, but we're not going to go 32 to one because one, we just don't have the time and two, it takes a long time. So we're going to do the top 10 and I think we're going to have some debate in here in the top 10 because I think everyone made their own list. So when you guys are ready, we'll start from 10 to one. Okay, do we always start? I was gonna go ten to one, just blurt it out. Um do ten to seven and then someone else goes ten to seven okay. and then we can see right. differences. Oh boy, I haven't done this list yet, so um I'll go, I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Tom. All right, so I'll make you happy, Noah. Number ten, I actually have the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and uh that's you know, I think they've been impressive so far for the most part. Uh, then I have the Rams at nine. They managed to stay in the top ten. And at eight, I got something that'll anger Noah. I actually have the Vikings, who I haven't had them this high in a while. 
And uh, they've got the clean record, and they've been good. So I got that. So Cowboys, Rams, Vikings, three NFC teams. Oof. All right, I'll, I'll do mine. I got – so 10, I got the Rams. Um, they've been okay, but not nothing crazy, kind of underwhelming still. Nine, I got the Chargers, kind of same thing. They, they beat up the teams they should beat up, but I want to see more out of them. Eight, I got the Packers. I think they're, they're kind of just a default playoff team for me right now. Just no matter what they do, they're going to glide to the division. Seven, I got the Niners. They've been pretty impressive. Um, they kind of, I mean, they obviously had a rough start and with the, the Garoppolo stuff and or or with the, the Trey Lance stuff and the Broncos, but I think it's they're they're good enough here, especially beating the Rams like that. Oh, and then I stopped. Okay. Uh, 10, I'm going to have the Bengals here. Um, I think they've gotten their, their groove back. I think the offensive line is playing much better than they did the first two weeks, so I think this team's really going to start taking off. Uh, number nine, I'm going to go ahead and put the Chargers here. Like Adam said, they're beating up the bad teams, but I haven't seen anything yet that's like, oh, they're top five. They're close to one. It's like, uh, they're kind of iffy about it. Uh, number eight. I'm actually gonna go the Jaguars. They have looked really impressive to me. Yeah, the fighting Doug Peterson. They have looked really impressive to me, and I think they're they're probably honestly right my right now my favorites to win the AFC South. I mean, if we're being honest, they are my favorites right now to win that division. Uh, and the number seven. Um, number seven. I'm gonna go the Cowboys. That that defense is insane. When they're winning games with Cooper Rush. That team's just insane. I think Lamb's proven to be a number one receiver. You know, they're still missing piece on that offensive line, yet they haven't, they've only given up five sacks through the first four games. It's yeah, they're they're playing great. Yeah. At 10, I have the box. I'm just not impressed yet. And I, I only want them over the Rams. I don't have the Rams in my top 10. I only I want them over the Rams because that, that that win over the Saints kind of catapults them a little bit. Nine, I'm with Tom. I got the Vikings here. No, my cousin Kirk is going to play well. He's going to get into the playoffs, and you'll be proud of him. He'll lose him. Eight, he'll lose I've the got card. the Niners. Eight, I've got the Niners, who are a legitimate Super Bowl contender with Jimmy G at the helm. And D'Amico Ryans deserves a head coaching kick. That's all I'm going to say. And seven, I'm with no, I got the Cowboys here. Hmm. All right. So for six, I have the Bucks there. I don't know about the Bucks. They could fall on this list eventually. Uh, we got to see what happens. Uh, at five, I have the Ravens. Um, after that, I have the Packers at four. So I'm still pretty heavy believer in the Packers. And then what do you know? At three, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. They're unbeaten. They've, they've been so pretty impressive across the board. I got to put them high. And then the top two, I have Chiefs at two and Bills at one. I still like the Bills a little bit more than the Chiefs. We'll see what happens when they eventually end up playing in the AFC championship game because we all know it's coming. Well, I have <laughs> play next week too. Oh, better yet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, for me, I guess to finish this off, I got – um, six, I got the Cowboys. They've been they've been pretty solid. They've been impressing me. Um, obviously, here I was ready to write them off a couple weeks ago, but the Cooper Rush thing, I guess it works. <laughs> so, 
he's he's like great. Just randomly got the quarterback controversy we all wanted. Um, <laughs> number number five, I got the Dolphins here. Um, I, I'm I'm ready to respect them a little bit, but they, they I I just want to see it sustained over the course of the season more. Um, and obviously we, we don't know what's going to happen with the two with stuff, but I don't know how big a drop off they're going to really have with Bridgewater as a start of the month. Um, not that, I'm expecting, but I think their roster itself is just pretty solid. Um, at four, I got the Ravens. I know that the Dolphins beat the Ravens, but I think the Ravens are still a really solid team and they obviously are don't have, they could, they could just as easily be four and oh, they could just easily be be one and three, like the, the way that they've been playing. Um, obviously, they're two and two out of kind of their own fault. Um, but Lamar's playing at MVP level, just like the other two guys, or just like the other quarterbacks, the other three in my top three. Um, so number three, I got Philly. Um, I would kind of argue that they – there's a there's – a, there's a, a right you can kind of argue them that they maybe they should be number one because they're they're the only undefeated team left except just i'm just thinking of of the chiefs and bills the teams that they beat and the team in the way that they've looked while beating those teams the chiefs beat up the chargers and they killed the bucks the bills killed the titans they beat the raven and they killed the rams so like the eagles i mean what's their best win they beat the vikings they killed. They, well, I mean, they, they beat the Vikings. The Vikings pretty good, but other than that, I mean, they beat the Jags. They beat the the Lions. They, so I just I got to see it sustained, and I got to see them beat beat a, a better opponent for me to say that they're better than the Bills and the Chiefs right now. Um, but I think I think the Bills and the Chiefs are pretty even. I put the Chiefs at two, the Bills at one. Um, but this is obviously all subject to them playing each other next week. Um, yeah. like I said, I mean, the chiefs look great this, this past week, the bills look really, really great to start the season, the first two games. Right. Um, so yeah. All right. My list is going to be mostly the same. Uh, number six, I'm going to put the Ravens, uh, Lamar's playing at MVP like level, but they're really a lot of mental mistakes. A lot of just like, why was that call there? Why are you doing this? You know, very weird that they're, they should be four and but they're not. Uh, number five, I'm going to go to the Bucks. It's Tom Brady. I won't bet against him until I actually see him fail. So right now I'm going to have the Bucks at five. Uh, number four, I'm going to put the Packers. You know, it's, it's Darren Rodgers. It's, it's, he's just that good. You know, I can't bet against him at all. Um, number three, I'm going to put the Eagles. Um, yeah, I, I'm not putting him in that league category yet, but my God, this team looks like a hell of a lot different than they were uh, just a couple of years ago. Um, number two, I'm going to go to the Chiefs. And number one, I'm going to go to the Bills. Bills are still the best team in the NFL. Defense is legit. Offense is ridiculous. When they're when they're almost beating the Dolphins with half their roster injured, yeah. All right, six. I, I'm going. I put a little slash because I just realized they're playing each other. The Winner of Ravens Bengals will get the sixth spot in my power rankings just for fun. Because uh, b- both teams have played well, both teams haven't played well at times. I still can't get the week one Bengal game out of my head, and the Ravens have blown two 17 point leads. But Lamar, dude, the way Lamar is playing, just as Jalen Ramsey once said, just back the Brinks truck up. Brinks truck up, man. He's making a ton of money. 
Five, I've got the Packers. If they had dominated New England like I thought they would have, I would have moved them up, but that, that kind of scared me a bit. Defense is legit, though. Romeo Dobbs looks like he's starting to be a, be a big contributor. Four, I went Homer. I'm going Dolphins at four. Even in the loss to Cincinnati, something we talked about last week was I thought that was a letdown game because of what happened Sunday against the Bills and the emotions. And they were really competitive for the bulk of that game. So, And that's progress there. Three, so we all have the t- same top three, just in a totally different order. Mm. I've got the Bills three and it's not because they've done anything wrong it's just i like love what i've seen out of the top two the chiefs just dismantled the box they really did all up and down the field and their defense is playing okay for the most part and what i got i gotta reward the eagles for still being undefeated i know the schedule's light so far but Jalen Hurts has been really good. And he also has played those four quarterbacks, Allen, Hurts, Lamar, Mahomes. You could argue any one of them right now is your MVP. Mm. And Nick Sirianni probably right now is probably the front runner for coach of the year again. Mm-hmm. For the job he's doing. And spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you right now. I think they run rough shot this week too. All right, they're well, that good. Let's get into those. All right, all right. We we got picks. You guys saw last week. Have any takeaways? Huh? Before we, you guys have any takeaways on things you want to argue before we do that? Because I got to rip you guys for one thing. For you guys that had the Vikings in the in the number eight. <laughs> yes, uh, nine. Vikings nine. Crazy. That's crazy. They stink. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You had the Chargers who just got routed by the Jaguars. That's true. But no, I had the Jaguars, so they must be really good. <laughs> <laughs> but the Chargers also stabbed your guy Tyrod. I don't know. I wanted to just bring that up. And then also the other thing I wanted to bring up quick is look at our look at your power rankings and tell me. Who are the NFC contenders? Because the the NFC is devoid of yeah. a, a true powerhouse. Because like we're sketchy on the Bucks, we're sketchy on the Rams, we're sketchy on the Niners. We're, we uh, think the Cowboys are pretty good. We think Packers. that we think Philly's good. Packers, but, Packers, but they always choke. Packers always choke. The Eagles. <laughs> Are are the are the clear record wise front runner, but are they going to be this good the whole season and, and into the playoffs? And we saw what happened last year when the Eagles were in the playoffs; they didn't look up to it at all. That was I sad. think that experience helps, but I think right now, if you're going to ask, I, I can't believe in the Bucks or the Rams; they both have looked terrible. I think I think the best team in the NFC. And this is going to sound so stupid. I, I love the Packers and everything they've done. It's the Niners. That's why I picked it's them. It's the win. Niners with Jimmy Garoppolo. Remember when we picked the, the 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 Super Bowl? We picked all the picks, and I had the Niners go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, 
like just because of coaching and they like they just have a solid roster otherwise and it's just like all these other teams get you. But, <laughs> but, by the way I mentioned D'Amico why don't you get a head coach Jonathan Gannon the DC of the Eagles he also should get head coach and kick but anyway, uh, I mean you're right I, I to me it's the Niners and the Packers maybe even I'll throw the Cowboys and Eagles in there and then everyone else that includes the Rams and the Bucks. Like barring one of these because teams- the, the Rams to me they need another receiver at least because there's an APB out for Allen Robinson. Yeah, and I don't know what the Bucks are. Well, like th- this is this is another thing that I thought like would, would spike up because of this conversation is like look at the look at the teams with like the more complete rosters than the other ones. Look at the ones with the good defenses better than better than the other ones. Like what the only excuse I think for the Cowboys not to make this their year is. Eagles might be in their way and mm-hmm. they lose the Eagles. Otherwise, this is the year you beat the Bucks. This is the year you go and you beat those West teams that you that are, that keep coming into your house and beating. This is the year you beat Rodgers. Like mm-hmm. because all, all these teams have flaws. Cowboys really don't at this point. They really are the, like the most like solid, well-rounded team so far out of that group. You've got two great running backs in Pollard and Zeke. You've got a decent wide receiving core now that Gallup is back. You probably have the best defense in the NFC. Definitely an argument yeah. for it. So I, I just that, that's kind of the, the, the one thing that's going to hold them back is two things. One, don't trust McCarthy. Two, they're disciplined. They lack the discipline. I will so say long. though. The last two weeks, they only committed five penalties last on Monday against the Giants, and they only committed, I believe, three or four against Washington. And that was doesn't matter. Eight. Washington is terrible. Uh, I'm at the point now; a high school team could beat the Commanders, right? <laughs> but but again, discipline doesn't really matter about the other team. It matters about you, and maybe they're oh hopefully, yeah, maybe they can start cleaning but, but, it up. But, but I'm saying interference and stuff. Not gonna happen because Washington, outside of McLaurin, if you take him away, no one gets open. Right. Yeah. You know, things like that. Just don't be stupid. Yeah. All right. Anyways, there's five right. five de- somewhat decent teams in the NFC, and and three of them are are just too super underwhelming. It's all I'm <laughs> in the AFC, everyone's gotta beat each other up. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like I said with the AFC. Right. I guarantee you the top team could have five, six losses. Yeah. Speaking of, you guys want a preview of the AFC title game? It's Thursday night football. I'm boycott. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather watch that crap. <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, Colts play dead in the Broncos. i Thursday night. Not watching it if it's the play if it's a championship game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, what did we go last week, Mike? Just real quick, by the way, before oh, we start. Sure, give me one second. Um, Adam went ten and six. You and Tom both went eleven and five, and I won the week going thirteen and three. Damn, uh, thirteen and three, dude! You could be making some serious money. Wow! All right, <laughs> dude, I was the only one who took your jet, so I don't want to hear. Oh yes. Well, All right. <laughs> uh, so going into this week, we start with Colts Broncos. Uh, I'm definitely taking the Colts. The Broncos have been so dead on arrival, and Colts at least have. Oh, but he, I forget no Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor's Taylor. out. Yeah, 
Give me Broncos then. Yep. Okay. points. <laughs> yeah, honestly though, yeah. If 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 Sean the Taylor was playing, I would go Colts all the way, but I actually am gonna go Broncos. They're still gonna be three and two. Or no, four and one. No, three and two. Oh, three, three and two. And okay. two. Yeah. I'm, going right I'm going the Colts because I, I, I made a vow that unless the Broncos <laughs> playing the Texans, I'll never pick them ever again. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and make the same mistake and take the Broncos because I don't know. They're at home. <laughs> and Jonathan Taylor is their whole offense. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Gordon, they did lose Javante Williams. Because Matt Ryan's Alan Gordon's a statue. I'm going to take Denver. Matt Ryan is a statue. No Taylor. I, I'm, I, I have no interest in this. I'm just going to take Denver. Okay, so for the first time in the history of London, we have two teams over 500 playing. Wow. The Giants really? play the Packers. Yeah. Packers, easy. Wow. It's a battle of three and one amazing teams in the NFC. Loser is to stay in London. Ooh, d- better not lose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Game where we find- what do you think Urban won last year? Yeah. This is the game we find out if the Giants are like in any way legitimate, and I'm going to pick the Packers. <laughs> okay, if they keep it close. I'll give so, them. So I'll let give me them ask back. you this because you said you said it like that. The spreads eight. Can the Giants keep it within that? I mean, if New Daniel England, Jones plays. Maybe he might not even play. I mean, New, New England did so maybe, but yeah, like like Tom said, there's a risk about Tyrod not playing and Daniel Jones being hurt. So. All right, Tom, I'm guessing you're taking the Packers, too. Yeah, I've got the pack. Okay. All right. Uh, AFC East battle, Dolphins, Jets. Dolphins. Uh, this is a Teddy Bridgewater revenge game to his Jets. <laughs> t- so I'll go the, the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm going to go Dolphins, too. I want to pick the Jets so bad, but I can't. <laughs> I'm going to take the Dolphins, too. Jets offensive line's weird. Yeah, they're um, gonna have some trouble. Anybody got anybody got the guts to take Keddy Pickett? No, oh, not over no. the Bills. <laughs> by no. the way, the lot the line is the Bills by 14. Which is the highest, which is the they the, this is the biggest underdog the Steelers have ever been in their entire history. They've really never, they've wow never been dogs in any game ever. I don't think they cover. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if Kenny Pickett gets a lot of garbage time, maybe. All right, battle of two and two teams, Chargers, Browns. Ooh, this is a tough game, honestly. Where is it? I'll go to Cleveland. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to go confidently pick the Chargers. I got the Chargers too. I'll take the Browns. Ooh. I'll take the Chargers, not as confidently. All right. Do the three and one Vikings go to four and one, or do the Bears go to three and what a two? Joke. What a joke. They stink. They're going to be four. And- the Vikings <laughs> are going to be four and one. That's why I picked them, too. They're going to be four and one. I'll take the Vikings. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to be four and one. They're going to be four and oh. one. I mean, it's simple. They won, would have won four games and lost one. That's like you want to like shut up for five seconds. 
what's more disgusting is if the Bears won, they'd have a winning record. They'll have a winning yeah, that, record. That's even scarier. Wait, 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 wait. You want to hear the most disgusting thing? Next Thursday, it's Commander's Bears. As oh, get out. Oh, <laughs> buy Amazon Prime. Don't need you anymore. Yeah, buy Jeff Bezos and your bald head. They can do those. Um, one and three teams, Lions, Patriots. Lions. Uh, I'm, oh, I'll go Lions. That's fun. That's really – is it in New England? It's in New England. Oh, no, then I'll Ooh. go. Yeah, I'm taking New England. I'll still take Lions. I'm going to take New England even though I just buried them. 52 to 40. Oh, wait, if Mac Jones doesn't play, can I switch? Yeah, you have up until kickoff. Gotcha. Yeah. The score's going to be 52-48 because that's what Lions games are. Yeah. <laughs> I told you the number one scoring offense. All right. Which which two and two NFC South team goes to three and two Falcons Bucks? Going Bucks. Ooh. Where is it? Tampa. All right, I'll take the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, Bucks for me. I will say this is kind of like a giant situation. Like Falcons, prove you're real. Maybe you're real this year. Who knows? Right. Uh, anyone like the Commanders over the Titans? Nope. Titans. No, no. What's a commander? <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm on ESPN right now. Their little predictor thing says the commanders are going to win 60% chance. What the hell's wrong with them? <laughs> People are stupid. And, and uh, Tennessee's only a two and a half point favorite. Run that number. Run it. Run <laughs> it. Run it. Uh, Texans, Jags. 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 Yeah, Jags. The, the, the Texans lost to the Bears. I mean, and the Jags have looked impressive. <laughs> I, I, I think that's Tom's reasoning now for everything. The Jets, the Texans lost the Bears. <laughs> I say that, uh, but the Niners Jets play the Bears this week. I mean, this year we're going to lose now because I made fun of them. <laughs> Niners, Panthers, Niners, Niners, Niners. Yuck. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Rams Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys, honestly. I um I'm gonna do Rams. Adam, who'd you take? Oh, I took Cowboys. Oh, okay. I I took I'm gonna take the Cowboys as well. Uh Eagles. Cardinals. I'm taking Eagles. the Eagles never buy the Cardinals in a big game. Eagles. Yeah, I like the Eagles in that one. Is that the yeah. night game? No, that oh. is a 425. The game is really good, actually. The Sunday night game where Chris Collinsworth tells you he loves everyone is Bengals-Ravens. I, I oh, can't get even better. I can't get last year out of my head. I, I think the Bengals own the Ravens right now. I'm going to go Bengals. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm actually the same exact way. I'm going to Bengals, too. Um, Bengals, three. You know what? It's a toss-up to me, so I usually go for the home team. So give me the Ravens, and maybe I can go up on all of you. You're, <laughs> you're winning, so. Ooh, no. okay. In that case, I should. No, I'm just Does, give does me the anyone Ravens. like the Raiders over the Chiefs? No. No. No, Chiefs. Okay. Uh, locks. 
I'll take um I'll take the Eagles over the uh who was it? It was Eagles card. Cardinals. I'll take Eagles over the cards. Can I take the Bills over the Steelers? <laughs> yeah, go on. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a parlay lock of the week. <laughs> Bills and okay. Jags. Bills and Jags. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? I wonder what the odds are on that. If it's good, maybe I'll do it on real life. Bills, Jags. All right, you know, you know, I'll I'll do do a parlay also. I'm gonna do the Bills and the Vikings. Ooh. Just to spite you guys who don't believe in the Kirk Cousins experience. I can't wait until he goes in the wild card and throws five picks. Ridiculous. I can't I, I can't wait to be king to quote the Lion King. I can't believe I'll build you a crown if Kirk Cousins ever wins a Super Bowl, okay? Dude, <laughs> I had a crown. I have to find where I had it. I will build you one if they if they if he somehow ever wins a NFC title game. I mean, by the way, a Bills Jaguars uh, parlay is minus two thirty four, which means betting two dollars wins you four dollars profit. So go out and get it, guys. All right, All right. that's that's. <laughs> of the Wishboat Shotgun Podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. To check this podcast or any other podcast app, go to Anchor, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Check out the website www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for all other good stuff. And for now, it's Sean Lee, Tom Russo's Adam Reader. I am Mike Griffin. Thank you for listening to the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the football and namaste. Bear down. Bear down. <laughs>